Hey folks, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about backstories in Dungeons and Dragons, so stay tuned. Hello fellow nerds, on today's episode, I want to talk to you all about backstories and why they're good for your game. Oftentimes, we see the memes and the jokes regarding people who give the game master a 12-page backstory for a character that may or may not survive. And I totally get that. I've been on the receiving end of getting this huge backstory for a character that, you know, it's only meant for a one-shot. But that player felt the need to write this in-depth, you know, backstory. And to be quite honest with you, I applaud that. Even though it's for a a one-shot, I applaud it. But the reason why I applaud it is that it's not bad practice. It's not something um, to kind of, you know, look negatively upon. I believe that when you're writing an in-depth backstory from a player perspective and from the game master perspective, it actually benefits the game more than it does um, hurt the game. It gives the GM or the DM material to incorporate into the world, right? It allows the players to make a personal investment in the game, and it allows the DM or the GM to share the writing responsibilities. Now, all of these things are, I think, attributes of the backstory that, first and foremost, let's talk about the DM material or the GM material. The game master has to incorporate a lot of the world building aspect. Obviously, like, you know, game masters and dungeon masters aren't perfect, and we know that. We know that a lot of them enjoy the world building aspect, but it's often a lot of work for them. It's, you know, it can be sometimes, and and in my experience, I've noticed that it's, excuse me, about 10 to 20 hours of writing per week. So that's aside from the session planning, the details in regarding all that good stuff. So it's, you know, you could be looking at an average of 10 to 20 hours a week on writing something that's very unique. And it's extremely difficult. It's almost near impossible to write something that's completely unique, right? You know, we all try to be Tolkien or George R. R. Martin in our GM career, but it but it's quite hard. So when a player writes an extensive backstory, it gives us material to use and to, you know, actually it gives us also inspiration. So kind of like one note, I know that many people have seen the jokes about, oh, I'm going to take your backstory and I'm going to use it against you or use it against the player. You know, a lot of times they make, you know, players are actually forced I think because out of a little bit of fear that they're going to take that the DM or the GM is going to take what they've written and use it uh, negatively, which again, as I don't recommend that at all, I actually recommend the opposite. Use it for a good story, but I can see why players do that. And, you know, in my experience, I've noticed that when my players have written extensive material, you know, I actually start to see the world through those players' eyes. It, it really prompts me to ask my player questions about what they wrote, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. So, for example, 
one of my players um, wrote about their backstory. They, in their backstory, this particular player was part of a previous adventuring party, and they were kind of like the fighter wizard. You know, he, he you know, this particular player was like, oh, I want to, I want to be like Gandalf. Cool. Okay. So as I kept asking him, he said, well. You know, I don't remember. I believe that my adventuring party um, was either lost or defeated or whatever, but I was left alone and this old person found him and took care of him after a long battle, you know, pretty much nursed him back to health. And when he was feeling better, he learned some magic from him, but then disappeared. So that type of writing prompted me to say okay so who do you think this old man is um and specifically in this story it was an old man who do you think this old man is why do you think he um, came to you and all these different things and he had speculations as a player character he said well perhaps that he saw you know he took mercy upon me and took pity on me um but when I and he specifically said when my character woke up he had these magical powers and that's kind of what defined him as a warlock and in my mind that inspiration came I said you know what and again if if the player is hearing this buddy I hope you cover your ears for the next couple of seconds but um (laughs) with that being said I took the idea to say okay maybe the old guy that was helping him recover actually was his you know becomes his patron that was his patron in hiding or in human form made a deal with him you know, the player, and then vanished once the deal was pretty much set in stone. So, again, having those in, you know, having that material really gives us more material and gives us inspiration to keep writing. And it actually wants, makes us want to write even more, Um, which again, I think it leads to my next point with, excuse me, player investment. When a player is given freedom to write and the choice, or rather the ability to choose to write, I've noticed that players take a personal ownership in the game. You know, they feel more invested in the game. They take really what's meant to be important as something very serious because it can affect what they've written for themselves in the game. So for example, when you have the big bad evil person kind of rolling through the world causing chaos and terror the players are going to feel a personal investment because they don't want that person to roll through their you know their their hometown so to speak they don't want them to destroy what they've written or what they've written now with their friends it it they take a lot you know for that a great example that i have in my personal game is that one of the pcs um, he is particularly looking for a sister. That's part of his backstory is that he had, he had a desire to become a paladin because his sister went missing. So as I heard this, you know, I started writing a little bit more and wrote in a quest specifically that would unfold to reveal rumors of where his sister would be located. And, you know, with that location, it now shows of her new association with certain criminal organizations. I did this specifically because it goes against my player's code of conduct. 
Um, even though it's his sister, this association goes against his code of conduct and conduct, excuse me, and the oath that he took as a paladin. So the quest line started to unfold as just like, oh, this is just a, a job that I'm doing. Earn some gold, you know, go on from there and, and find my sister to, oh, I now need to focus everything that's in my power to find her because of this lead, because of the way I wrote this, um, or rather I wrote this backstory, the DM, you know, gave me something to go by. So now our, you know, that party or, or the party rather is making it their mission to help their friend out. And I love this because what they gave me now as you know what they thought was a backstory now has made them invested they're now invested in the game they almost have these hooks in the game um where they're like okay if i do something whether it's good or bad i may affect and again i'm speaking as the player as a player i may affect the world in which i live in and therefore affect everything that i've been doing it's very similar to things that we do in real life. A lot of times when we have personal stake or personal involvement in something, whether it's arts or crafts, whether it's a movement, whether it is um, even just something like a game, when you have the personal involvement, when there's personal stakes, you become serious about it. And it's going to be the same thing in gaming. I've talked about it before where everything that we've that we have in life can mirror in gaming. So consider that for when you're writing, have that player investment there. And really the biggest thing that I want to also kind of, you know, bring home with is you're sharing as the dungeon master, as the game master, the world builder, whatever you want to call yourself, you're sharing the writing responsibilities as you should. Dungeons & Dragons is a collaborative storytelling game. So as you can tell, it's collaborative. That's the main part. Yes, you're telling a story, but it's collaborative. You're sharing the responsibilities with players, and players are sharing the responsibilities with you know, themselves to really write parts of the world. For example, I encourage my players to write, you know, to, they, that they have the writing responsibility um, for their world or for their town, or for their city, whatever it may be, whatever the scale is, my players know that they have the writing responsibility because if I were to write something, maybe they're going to say, well, you know what, I don't like that idea. It could be plain and simple like that, and it's totally okay. You as the game master should be okay with you with you know hearing, hey, I don't like this part of the world, and really deciding what you should do from there. Excuse me. <clears throat> so share those writing responsibilities. It's going to give your players the ability to work on aspects that the dungeon master, or the game master doesn't have time for. It really helped. It really alleviates that game master when when having those writing responsibilities. I touched on it earlier, but I'll touch on it again. When you alleviate the game master, you allow the game master to work on other areas that they need to do. You know, players overseeing the part of the world. Well, cool thing about that is that if you like things as a player, let's say you're an experienced player, experienced DM um, who's playing, or maybe you're inexperienced, whatever it may be. Maybe you like things written a certain way. 
maybe it's kind maybe it's different from how the dm writes things by writing your part of the story your it gives you the ability to include your own style in the game it gives you a reason to write your you know kind of to write your story but to write it in your style to add things from what inspires you so that it's not only you know what your friends like and okay that's cool and i like that but it's not me this gives you an opportunity to be fully expressive to take everything that inspires you and put it onto paper in just a short way it doesn't have to be something big. You know, hopefully this makes you want to DM and be a world builder. But at the end of the day, this is a great introduction. And, you know, another great thing about this, and this is, you know, one of the big things that I tell my players, is that it allows you to try different styles out. So when you write a backstory, like I said, you're contributing to the world, you're sharing the you're sharing the load of the world builder, of the DM, and or of the code, you know, co-world builder rather, and your DM or GM. The cool thing is that this allows you to try out different ideas. Maybe you've had, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe you've had an idea that you've wanted to try out, right? Maybe that you wanted to play test something, you know, some sort of crazy mechanic or crazy um, mid-max character, whatever you, in however you enjoy the game. But maybe you wanted to try an idea out that you've been kind of tossing around your head. Maybe you thought, you know what, I want to write an elven barbarian because I don't see elven barbarians often in Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe I want to flesh out that this elven barbarian is kind of like Conan the Barbarian. Extremely intelligent in the aspects of warfare and brutality, but is seen as a savage. So, kind of Conan the Barbarian slash William Wallace, <clears throat> that you can write that out now. You've had the idea, and you say, you know what? I'm going to write this out in my game, or in the game that I'm participating in or playing in. I'm going to write this idea out and, you know, type it up and see where it leads me to. That type of experience can actually lead you, like I said, into writing a book. It could lead you into writing this really cool character. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Allergies in North Carolina are horrible at this time of year, so I apologize. But this, you know, I'm not saying that you have to write a backstory in order to, you know, have the best game and the best experience of your life. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying, though, is that there's so many benefits to writing that you should try this. You are almost called to try this out and to write something more than a paragraph. Now, again, you might ask yourself, okay, Brian, I have no clue where to even start. Well, as always, folks, I like to tell you or I like to give you, <clears throat> excuse me, advice on how to start it, how to start the process. So if you're not sure, this is what you need to do first. After you create your character, whatever you want to do, you're going to ask yourself, who are they? What do they do? What did they do before they became adventurers? How did they get to that point? <clears throat> and why did they get there? You start out with those questions. And once you answer them, and again, 
your backstory can just be bullet points. It doesn't have to be an essay. A lot of people think that backstories have to be essays. Not at all. As long as you have the main points, you can have bullet point form where you're just saying high level notes of, okay, my kid. So for example, I'll use my own character. Balasar is a dragonborn paladin that grew up in a noble, as a noble lord, or as the son of a noble lord. He's betrothed to the high priestess's daughter in the land, and, you know, they're engaged to be married. He became a paladin because he saw in a vision, um, or he heard uh, the voice of Bahamut in a vision, and that he had to take out, he had to, you know, rid the world of evil in Bahamut's name. That's one of the, that's one of the characters that I play for Behold the DD podcast. So I wrote those out in bullet point forms just to kind of help me like assess the situation. Later on, I wrote a bit of more narrative to it as if I were writing an essay, but that's because I personally enjoy that. You can write it however you want. You can write it in, you know, first person, third person, however you want. As long as you get the main things, you know, the who, the what, the where, when, how, why. You know, you can even go into detail of like, okay, where does, you know, your character live? What does that look like? How are the people in that world or in that city or in that town or village? How do they view your character? How do they view the world? How do they bring in money? All those questions. Ask yourself. And you know what? What I'll probably do too is that in the near future, in a couple of days or weeks or so, depending, I'll actually have a free template for you all so that you can essentially ask yourself these questions and have it in a way where it prompts it's basically it's basic story prompts but it'll prompt you to write this character out and by the time you're done you'll have this awesome character flat you know fleshed out that you'll say oh dang like i didn't know i had it in me so again i'm not saying that you're, you're you should be forced to do it but what i am saying is that if you want a richer game I really would encourage you to even just attempt it and you're going to be surprised by what is, you know, what is in your power and what unfolds from your writing. That's it, folks. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I apologize for clearing my throat so often, y'all. You know, allergies in North Carolina are bad anyway. So when you're working outside um, in the afternoon, when allergy, you know, when pollen and whatnot is at the highest, it gets to you. So I apologize, but I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you liked today's episode, please do me a favor, like, subscribe, follow um, to the podcast, wherever you're listening it, uh, listening to it on, and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, we are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Reddit even, we're on pretty much everywhere so find us there i appreciate all the support if you ever are interested in hearing a topic from me send me a message via email to the bearded nerd vlog at gmail.com or send me a dm have a great day y'all and as always keep gaming